The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Let's Be Honest with Kristen Cavallari, a podcast all about getting real and open on everything from sex, relationships, reality TV, wellness, family, and so much more. And just a fair warning, there will probably be some oversharing. Because I got all the power, yep. What's up, you guys? Welcome to Let's Be Honest. I am your host, Kristen Cavallari, and sitting across from me is, I'm not kidding, the most beautiful pregnant woman on the planet. We know her from Vanderpump Rules, you guys, but she is so much more than that. She's broken away, and she's now a two-time New York Times bestselling author. She has the Good, the Bad, the Baby podcast with her husband, Beau, and she is a soon-to-be mother to two. Yes. We are, of course, talking to the one and only Stassi Schroeder. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I also have my own podcast. Oh, tell me. Straight up with Stassi. That's seven years. Okay. I thought so. But then I was like, maybe you got rid of that one and now you're doing the one with your No, I do two now. Yeah. Hey, look at you, overachiever. You know, I love that. (laughs) Okay, we're going to get into all of that, but I'm... I want to start with the fact that I'm so excited you're here because I want to talk about your journey from when you first started on Vanderpump to where you are now. I think it's really, really inspiring and incredible. We've seen you for 10 years, right? Vanderpump Mm -hmm. premiered in 2013 when you were 25 years old. I feel like we started it when I was like 22. Yeah. We started it when I was 22 because I remember being that uh, being such a brat, being like, it's my 23rd birthday. <laughs> like, that's the only that's literally the only reason I remember my age. But yeah, no, really long okay, time so ago. The Internet is wrong then because I looked it up and it said that it aired in 2013. Or how old are you? Uh, that would make sense that I would be turning 25. 25- Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, wow. (laughs) We don't know how old you are. We have no idea what's going on. (laughs) But we've been around for about 10 years. Yeah. So I remember when Vanderpump first came out and watching you reminded me a lot of actually myself (gasps) on Laguna Beach. No, it's no, true. Wait, because- hold on. Because I will never forget the first time I met you. Okay. I watched Laguna Beach when I was, what, like 13, 14? we, We were young. And I remember some of my friends friends that like she know people in this room know they were like oh my god you're just like Kristen Cavallari and I'm like thank you I'm like this 13 14 year old girl thank you thank you and then the second that we got Vanderpump Rules the second I found out I was just like I'm just gonna channel my inner Kristen Cavallari and I'll never forget the first time I met you was at Sir you like came to dinner and I'm like but I don't think you were working right I I can't remember. I don't think you were working, but you came in. Probably to stalk you. I was so excited to meet you. We took a picture together too, didn't we? Do you still have that? I have it. You have to send that to me. I will send it to you. Send it to me. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. God, that must have been like 2015 or so. Yeah. So thank you for that compliment because that I I did my job then. You did. You were my inspiration. (laughs) Mission accomplished. But it's interesting because when I looked at you, I saw this girl that was very tough, you know, had up these walls. And to me, I saw it as though you were trying to protect yourself, which Mm -hmm. is exactly what I did on the show. And now to sit across from you, you seem so happy and just peaceful. And so that's why I think it's really inspiring. So I want to hear about the whole journey. But okay, I do want to go back to when Vanderpump first came on. Seasons one and two. When you look back at that version of yourself, that girl, what do you think of? Oh, my gosh. I like like cringe. I get like secondhand embarrassment. (laughs) I start sweating. Like the worst is when I have like people who are just starting to watch it all over again and they think I'm still that person. I get DMs all the time from people being like, you don't deserve anything. 
good in your life uh, that you have. Well, that's and like, the other I get thing. it. Okay, get people it. either loved you or loved to hate you, which but, I also could relate to. Yes, totally. I mean, it's weird to look back at it because I, on one hand, I look back and I'm like, wow, that's so entertaining. That, yeah, which you're like, making a TV show. You're making a TV show. Like, yes, like I was like, we're, we're turning it on. We're, we're exaggerating ourselves a little bit. But then now that I have a kid mm-hmm. and a kid on the way, I'm... Like if I ever saw her acting like that, I would be horrified. (laughs) So I have just all of these conflicting emotions where I'm like proud that I like made good TV, but I'm so ashamed of myself for how I treated people. So it's all part of the growing up process. It's all good. I'm similar to you, but I also feel like it's just we were so young. And I think we can always fall back on the fact that we were making a TV show. Unless you bring the excitement and the drama and the personality, yes. there's no TV show. Absolutely. And my kids are older now, so I've had to explain that to my kids. So have, I think it's just a conversation you have. Have they seen it? So they haven't. They've seen bits and pieces of it. But to them, it's actually really boring. Because, you know, TV now, there's so much going on. And with YouTube and everything, they're overstimulated. Totally. So those shows... I'm sure your kids will say the same thing. They're so boring. They're like, nothing's happening. You know, <laughs> yeah, some, right. some eye rolls. They're like, no, who cares? Lots of long pauses yes. on Laguna Beach. It was just, just the music. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny because I just had to go back and watch it. And it is pretty boring, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> but Vanderpump was not boring. No, I don't feel like it was. Okay, so <laughs> when you guys started, you and Jax were a real couple. Yes. Before the cameras started rolling. Yeah, I got him a job at Sir so that he could be on this show. Okay. I was like, you're going to have, we were living together and I'm like, I'm going out for this show. They're doing a show with Sir. You would be perfect on it. And like, I can't be on it without my boyfriend. Right. right. So you're going to have to start working at Sir. And, and was he, he was all in on that. Oh yeah. I mean, what else was he going to fucking do? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I have a theory on couples that enter a reality show together. What happens to them? I think one of three things can happen. But I'm curious if you, well, what you think the cameras did to your guys' relationship? What role did it play? I'm not one of those that think that that you're doomed if you go on a reality okay. show. I think that it highlights your weaknesses as a couple. It shines a mirror on everything that's right and wrong yeah, <laughs> with you yeah. guys as a couple. But sometimes it's like therapy. And do you know, it, sometimes it forces you to really like address the issues that you're just not talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and so I like it sometimes for that. Yeah, forces you to have conversations. You. So you can't just avoid whatever's going on. Totally. And yeah. then there's no elephant in the room anymore. We've got it all out there. Everything's on the table. Yeah. But if you're not right for each other, there's no way <laughs> in hell you can make it through a reality yeah. show. But like Jax and I were the most toxic couple, I feel like, <laughs> in the history of television. So that was never going to that was never going to be. No. I'm not going to blame the reality show on the demise of okay. our yeah. relationship. I respect yeah. that. Well, that's the same thing with me. I've never once said that the show is what made me get a divorce. It's It just isn't at all. I've actually wondered that. I wasn't going to like cross that line because that cross is your it. that's <laughs> your that's your life and that's sacred sacred to you do you know what I mean but I I wondered that because yeah. you no I knew at the very start of very cavalry that our relationship was not good and to be completely honest I wanted to have a moment for me because yeah. I had given up my life I moved to Chicago I was having baby after baby it's giving Giselle his- Bunchen. <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> 
living his football life. And so, you know, I launched Uncommon James. I launched my company and I wanted to do the show for that company. That was truly the only reason why I did it. But I knew that we were not in a good place and I filmed the show anyways. And I think we did a really good job about keeping the audience at an arm's length, not really showing what was going on, but it was always there. I would never blame the show in a million years. Okay, but here is my theory on the three scenarios. Yeah, I want to hear this. And I want you to add anything to it. Just in case I ever go back on reality TV with my husband. I just want you to be prepared. I want to (laughs) know. Okay, here we go. Okay, the first situation is, and this is probably true for me on Laguna Beach, but you're put in situations you wouldn't normally be in. So mm-hmm. it causes tension. The producers are having you guys do things you wouldn't normally do. I'll if, give an example of this too. People please. ask me all the time if you're, because my wedding was supposed to be filmed. So they're like, what would it have been like if your wedding oh. was filmed? I'm like, we would have been put in so many situations that would have driven me nuts. Yes. They would have had Bo go out with all the guys the night before the wedding, yep. stay out really late. He had a call time. What was he supposed to do? Yep. Then would have come home wasted and I would have been mad. So we would have been fighting on the morning of our wedding. Things like that. that which is TV gold. Which is great. And yeah. I understand we have a job to do. Yep. He has a call time. He has to show up and do it. But that didn't happen in real life without it exactly. being filmed. Yeah. See, that's such a great example. So then, yeah, it creates almost, it creates drama and tension. And I think when you have a whole show about your relationship, it ultimately turns toxic. So of course it's not sustainable. Okay. So that's one situation. And I feel like that typically happens in younger people, right? Like me on Laguna Beach, because we're being persuaded by producers, you know, you and Jax to a degree, even though I, you know, I know you're saying that it wasn't going to last no matter what, but okay. So that's one situation. The second is where Because I think on a reality show, you're almost like playing a version of yourself. It's like you as a character. Mm -hmm. So then I think you start playing up that character and you're now like this not real version of you. Yeah. And then it feels so fake and insincere. And I think, don't quote me on this, you guys, but I'm pretty sure Jessica Simpson said that at one point that that's how she felt her and Nick Lachey were on The Newlyweds. Okay. Do you have an example of that? Because you're... (laughs) No, I I feel this so... You feel it. I really do, especially the older that I get. Like, you get used to being like, okay, well, this is what people know of me. And this is what people think my personality is. This is what people like to see of me. So I have to freak out on my birthday. I have to deliver that. And then I'm like, wait, but that's not even like... Or I have to just tell it like it is. And I've noticed that since becoming a parent, like, I'm... I'm not as unfiltered as I used to be because I think that there's something to be said for like thinking before you speak just so that you're not going around hurting everyone's feelings, you know, like, and I feel like sometimes I'm disappointing people by not being as unfiltered because that's what people know of me. So when I would go on TV, I'd be like, well, I have to be unfiltered. So I become this like this character. It still is me. Right. It's a one side of you. Yeah. One little part. Totally. I know. I'm in therapy right now. That's what this feels like. (laughs) But you know what? Also, you can't fucking win. Like no matter what you do, you can't win. And so that's why. I know. Because also you're not 25 anymore. You're a mother. You've matured. 35. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 36. (laughs) How did we get here? (laughs) But that's the thing too. Like I was known as the party girl and now people are like, you're boring. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not fucking 18 at a club anymore. I know. And first of all, you are so not boring. Thank you. Thank like you. you are not. I've still got that it. That is so annoying that anyone would say that to you because when I like follow, like obviously I follow you on social media, I follow along with your life, and I'm like, how does she do it? How does she still <laughs> have so you. much fun? So like, fuck those people. Thank you. Yeah. Stassi. Damn it. Well, when you have that baby, we're gonna. Go I'm have gonna some be fun. fun yes, we are. Damn it. Yes, Let's go. <laughs> 
Okay, so my third scenario is I think one person gets a little taste of that attention and loses their minds, to be honest. Like they get obsessed with it, addicted to it. And now they're trying to do stuff to keep that relevancy. Yeah. And this can happen with friends too. Yeah. I've always been very careful. Post Laguna Beach, I was always very careful about bringing real friends and real relationships into a reality show because people lose their minds. Yeah, no, it, it, it is a drug. It is. Like, it is. It is. The, the attention that you get, the opportunities then that you get from that, you start thinking and I also I also joke since I've been out of it for so long that like your EQ your emotional intelligence like seriously goes way down when you're on a reality show because you yes. start thinking the whole world revolves around you and that every thought that you have is important that everything you're going <laughs> through is important because when you're on a show your yep. producers are constantly asking you and making you feel like yeah. everything you're thinking and feeling is the most important it's thing so in the world true. I try and tell my friends who are still on it I'm like you guys <laughs> No one gives a shit. No one cares. I definitely don't at this point. No so like, one cares. Stop. Do you still talk to a lot of the cast members? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to ask you all the drama that's going on because to be honest, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was one of my best friends is like, can you please watch the finale of this most recent season? So we I mean, can just great. talk about I it. I watched it. I watched it, but I was like, I don't know what's going on. And How also, are you not I don't... following? Are you the only person in the world that isn't following Scandal? I, I mean, obviously I see what's <laughs> going on. My best friend, Justin, loves to keep me informed. But I think just because it's almost, it's not, I don't want to say triggering, but like those situations, because we've, okay, listen, you and I have both been in shit storms in the media. Yeah. That to me is triggering. We're like, I... I know how that feels. Yeah. And I don't want to ever feel that again, even though I know at some point I will. I mean, we both probably will again yeah, at some 100%. point. Yeah, 100%. But that feeling is like debilitating. So, I, I've never really thought about it like that. So You're I don't right. want to feel that for them. I get it. I think I get the older it. I've gotten, the more of an empath I yeah, am. No, so I'm like, I can't even you go are. there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I guess I am the only person who doesn't really know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> okay, so... Talking about filming a reality show with your boyfriend or husband is very different. However, you do have a podcast with your husband. Mm -hmm. So were you nervous at all for that? Has it affected y'all's dynamic? It doesn't affect our dynamic, but it does get annoying sometimes. I could imagine. It, it's really hard. It's mm -hmm. really hard working with your partner. It, it just is. Because I, I've been doing this for so long that I think I know I know how to lead. Yeah. I know how to do this. this it's like so much. Bo, catch up, catch up. <laughs> or if I see that like a story that he's trying to say, like, isn't like he's not doing it in the right amount of time. I'm like, let me jump in and do this for you. Oh and then God. that's also rude of me. And so then he feels less than or like he's not as good or like right. he's his doesn't have as much value or something like that. Yeah. So then that bleeds. It's emasculating, I guess. Yeah, maybe. it is yeah. a little. And so then that bleeds into like, just like when we're at home together. And so I have to then be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it's it's harder. Like if but he has a, ideas that I personally don't think we're yeah. going to go with. Like, right. I so have that to think. is similar to filming a reality show, though, because it's content essentially that you're putting out there. Yeah. And because I would, I could imagine if I were to film another reality show and I think you'd be the exact same. It's like, I know what I'm doing. Like, follow suit. Like, yes. I've got this. Like, no, no, no. This is your first time doing it. Just let me lead. Which yeah. is the same thing with the podcast, which is what you're saying. Yeah. So it's, it's difficult. But it also, like, on the other hand, like, I really do, even all those things I just complained about, I really do think it bonds us, too. Okay. Because we both understand 
the pressure. He understands the pressure that yeah. I'm under because now he's under that pressure. Right. And and so it it puts us on the same team and we have something that we're both working for together. Yeah. And if you and he's my best friend. I enjoy being around him. He's my favorite person to be around and I like being at home with him. I like being out doing things with him. So because of that, it's really fun. Yeah. But yes. it is still really hard and it does like bleed into our relationship 100%. (laughs) I love that. Wait, how did you guys meet? Because I actually, I don't know this story. It's not like that. It's it's not like that, like romantic or anything. It's like Kristen and Katie from Vanderpump Rules introduced us. And he was just, they showed me his Instagram and he was just so different from anyone I'd ever dated that I'm like, I think this is what I should try. I think I should try something different. And we also took it really slow. We dated other people too for six months. And it was everything about this relationship was just, I maneuvered through it differently than the way I had with every previous relationship. Okay, you guys, let's talk about a hair care brand that I love. Amika, let's get clinical. Lather up your strands with Amika's clinically proven shampoo and conditioner duos that leave your hair looking and feeling like you just left the salon. Their science-backed formulas are powered by nourishing, naturally-derived ingredients with no nasties that deliver visible, woe-worthy results for every hair type. Amika means friend. They're a fearless, Brooklyn-born, salon-raised hair care brand. They're a friend to all, hair, hairstylists, the planet, and you. They were kind and clean before it was a thing. Amika is always vegan and cruelty-free. They're clean and planet-positive at Sephora and B Corp certified, which I love. Their sea buckhorn-powered products nourish your skin, scalp, and strands. Their packaging is really fun and pretty. I also love their texturizing spray. I just got this shine mask, which I freaking love that I started using, and my hair has been pretty shiny, I have to say. You guys can shop all of my personal favorites at loveamika.com slash honest and get 20% off your order. The 20% off discount automatically applies at checkout if you use my link, cannot be combined with other offers, and it expires 11-1-23. Again, you guys can shop all of my favorites at loveamika.com slash honest and get 20% off your order. All right, you guys, let's talk about one of my favorite children's vitamin brands, and that is Haya. Typical children's vitamins are basically candy in disguise. They're filled with two teaspoons of sugar, unhealthy chemicals, and other just gummy junk growing kids should never eat. That's why Haya was created. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, bones, and so much more. It's non-GMO, vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, and everything else you can imagine. Basically, it checks every single box. I love Haya for when my kids maybe aren't eating as healthy as I wish that they were eating. It definitely gives me peace of mind knowing that my kids are getting all of the essential vitamins and minerals that they need to support their growing bodies. And I've never had a problem getting these in my kids either, which is a huge win for parents. As we all know, getting vitamins in kids can be a real trick. And you guys, I've worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. 
To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash honest. This deal is not available on their regular website. So you're going to want to go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H.com slash honest and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. So let's talk about your previous relationships because, okay, so to me, so you're dating Jax. You're now on a TV show. Mm -hmm. So now everyone knows your name and then you and Jax break up and now you're dating with everyone knowing who you are. Wait, this is so funny because I (laughs) want to know if you've gone through this before. So literally like the first day of filming season one, like it was very clear. I was like, oh, Jax and I are breaking up. Like, (laughs) but I don't want to go through this on a reality show. So I'm like, I'll stick it out. I'll pretend Mm -hmm. that we're still together or I'll make this relationship work and I'll break up with him right after filming. And that ended up not happening because then I found out he'd like, Cheated on me, got to go knocked up in Vegas. I remember all that, this. All that oh shit. my God. Yeah. So we ended up <gasps> whatever. And did you all of that on a fucking show? On a show. Yeah. No. That's a lot. It was a lot. It, no, it was a lot. But no, it's, <laughs> it's fine. But I was wondering if you'd ever done that before. If like you ever was like, clearly this relationship isn't going to work out, but I'm not going to go through a breakup on TV. So I'm just going to like... Yeah. We're going to keep it going for a little while. Yeah. I mean, I think it's safe to say my most recent show, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And then I finally, season three of Very Cavalry wrapped and I was like, I just can't, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So, and then, and then I walked away from Very Cavalry because I didn't want to date on the show and I didn't want to talk about my divorce. But like everyone loved that show. I know you don't want to talk about your divorce. I, just, I couldn't do it, honestly. Yeah. Because, you know, to your point earlier, I have three kids. Yeah. Like I can't have them seeing me talking about my divorce yeah. on national television, I just yeah. think it's really, I just think it's crossing a line. And yeah. I'm really thankful for my time with Jay. I mean, obviously, but I just didn't want to expose all of that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. that's that's amazing of you. I Thanks. feel like you deserve like so much credit for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but wait, I want to go back. Okay, so. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. I love that we're just jumping all around. <laughs> but so, because. Okay, so now I'm in the dating world again, right? So I'm like so curious about people's dating experiences, like yes. how you got to find the one. Like I need all the advice, but I want to know when you first started dating and now that you're on TV, what was that like? You mean like the difference between- The like- difference between like pre-TV to now you're on TV and you're back in the dating world because it's a whole new beast. Oh my God. I mean, I look back on all, I mean, all of the times that I was dating post Vanderpump Rules with like- Honestly, the fondest memories. I, <laughs> I just felt like such a baller. You know, I love that. Like, I did yeah. like before Vanderpump Rules. Like, you know, I would just like this like Hollywood club rat that was just like going to a different <laughs> club every fucking Those were day. The days. Those were yeah, the days. and like you know, the guys like really just treat you like shit. And I was in college, and then like I got out of college, and so then I'm like, what do I have to show for anything? I'm just like everyone else here. Okay, yeah. And so I hated dating okay. in LA yep. before Vanderpump Rules. At least Vanderpump Rules, like yes, a lot of the dates that I went on, a lot of those men judged me and were like, I would never date a reality person. No hurt. But it, <laughs> but. It, at least yeah. until you are until, no, like literally until actually, you actually are yeah until we get in like a five-year relationship just 
was just like, I've had to tell my friends, like, she's more than reality. I'm like, oh, well, the amount of times I've heard that from <laughs> Oh my God. Goodbye. Literally. <laughs> but after Vanderpump Rules, at least it gave me like the confidence that like I had something. I yes. like accomplished something. Yep. And so I am somebody. Damn yes, it. I'm somebody. Like, even if she's a train wreck, <laughs> she's out there. So like, I just really liked, I liked dating. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So a big thing right now is there's this movement of like women making the first move. Like if you want something, you go get it, you know, which I'm all about that life. Yeah. And I've got my theory on that too, but I want to know if you ever made the first move. Oh yeah. I've made the first move. You have? Move. Yeah. What do you do? Well, like it, with Bo, you made the sure, first move. With yeah. Him? Like I like, because I'm like, why isn't he trying to have sex with me? <laughs> oh, but I, okay. Hold on. Okay. That, well, that it, like, I also took so would... long. It was like two months. I feel like, and, really? I'm, like, and he never tried. No, we were just like, no. Okay, yeah, I would also be like, he's not into me. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's so hard to remember now, but I'm like, <laughs> no, I had to make that first move. I'm like, enough is enough. Let's go, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. I love you for sharing that. But I also just mean like asking someone out for the first time. Oh, God, it never feels good. Right? That's like, I don't know if I can't remember. But like, Which probably means that you have not. I, I would yeah, imagine. I don't feel like I have. I just don't feel like I would feel good if someone feels good about themselves doing that, right. then like awesome for you. Right. But like, I wouldn't, I would, I would feel insecure. Okay. I just know myself. I would. I could never, I could never make the first move because well, for a few reasons. One is I want to be courted. Like I want a I guy to put some effort in. I'm yeah. old school like that. But you guys are going to hate me for saying this. I really feel like if a guy wanted to ask you out, he, he would. would, he would. So yeah. I don't want a guy to be like, oh, sure, I'll go out with you just because I approached him. No, I kind of feel the same way. Okay, thank you. People aren't going to like that. that. On my <laughs> like, no, people aren't going to like that. They're and I'm not. sorry, you guys, but I'm just being honest. But yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest. <laughs> I didn't even plan that. <laughs> but okay, here's the thing. I There's a girl in my office who I absolutely love. She's, I think, 24 or 25 years old. She is always making the first move. And Good I'm- for her. That's what I say. I'm like, you are a badass. We were just in New York together. There was a cute table of boys. She had one of the other girls who works for us give them a note being like, she's single, blah, blah, blah. He wrote her the sweetest text. He texted her. And he was like, I'm in a relationship, but I think what you're doing is awesome. Like, keep it up. Plane ride home. Same thing. Gives the flight attendant a note. Gives it to this guy. He came back and sat with her the entire flight home. They hung out afterwards. Then he ended up being a fucking psycho and was like obsessed with her. So it didn't work out. But I do think there are those times where good for you. No, I like, I hope my daughter's like that. I hope my daughter is not like me. No, I hope that she's like that. I hope she goes after whatever she wants. No, like, I, I want my daughter to have all the men approaching her. <laughs> Sailor, remember this, damn it. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so dumb. I'm just kidding, you guys. But not. But not really. <laughs> I can't, all the girls, you're an asshole. Okay, so let's go back to Bo, your hubs. So how did you know that he was the one? What was different about him than all these other guys? He was like a hype man. Like he was like a huge cheer cheerleader. He made me feel really good about myself. And I felt like I could fully be myself. Oh. Like in every single relationship that I had been in before, I just felt like I, I couldn't fully be myself. Yeah. Or if I was, let's just say, for example, like something like too be being too basic, too girly, too. Right. Like I would have to change that part of me yep. 
And I never have once felt that with Bo. Like who I am is it's not just like good enough. It's like he loves it. Oh, I and love so that. that it's because he's secure. He's confident. Like, and I'm just the best, Kristen. And you're a fucking, <laughs> and you're the best. He's so lucky to have you. <laughs> no, it's true. And you know, you've always heard that that saying that you want the guy to love you a little bit more. So you do want a guy yeah. to be. No, I hope that's the situation I'm in. Well, it's what it sounds like though. Like he just thinks that you're the best. No, like yeah, when he like looks at me sometimes and he's like, no, like I don't know what I would do if like I lost you. I'm like, that's uh, so nice. Oh, uh, thank you. Keep that with you. <laughs> thank you. Keep that with you. You know what I mean? Sorry. Don't get too comfortable. Like, same with me. Yeah, no, thank you. I appreciate that. So did you know right away that he was the one or it took a minute? No, it took a minute because we, again, we like, we moved really slow. Okay. And like at first, like, I'm, I'm like, but he loves to go out just as much as I do. I need somebody to ground me. Like, he was just like okay. this fun, happy-go-lucky guy that I wasn't sure that he was going to be serious enough for me. Okay. So it did take a while. But the chemistry was there. Oh, the chemistry was always so like, there. immediately you were like, oh my God, I, I just, I, I have butterflies. Yes. I like him. I hope he texts me. Why the fuck isn't he texting me? Okay. All of that. Yeah. Okay, because this is a big debate I have with my friends is chemistry versus compatibility. And I am not going to settle until I have both. Do right. I think compatibility is huge? Yes, of course. So I joined TikTok like, I don't know, two months ago and every fucking Welcome. video that I thanks. I'm actually obsessed. <laughs> Took me long enough shit. I'm obsessed. But every video I see is like, you know, people giving dating advice being like, you need to find a man who can build a life with you. And oh, is that your you. algorithm? And I'm like, what the fuck? It's because you're watching them, Kristen. I'm like, you're paying attention true? to them. <laughs> So chemistry's out the fucking window. No, but I'm like, yeah, that's important if you want a long lasting relationship. But no, I'm sorry. I need chemistry. And I know immediately if I like somebody, I'll go on dates with great guys. They have a great job. They're good looking. They're kind. They're asking me questions about myself. But nothing in me wants to kiss them. And I'm yeah. like, no, it's just not there. Most of my friends are like, you should give them another chance because that can grow. And I don't agree with that at all. I do not think that I do not think that that grows. I think what happens is you have a great guy and you have compatibility and you, you know, because he's a great guy, you give him another chance. And I almost think you start to settle and convince yourself that there's chemistry or maybe attraction grows. But chemistry is like, I want that passion, that fire. No, I, buy that. I agree with you because living alone and being alone is still so much fun. Yes. And I miss that. So if I'm not going to be alone, it. yes, I do. <laughs> so if I'm not going to be alone, it better be with someone I want to make out with. This is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've I feel a that. lot of dates with great guys. And I'm like, I literally don't want to kiss him, let alone fuck him. Yeah. Excuse my language. No, but that's it's yes. the truth. You that have to have that. Grow. Yeah. I don't think that grows. So I'm, that's why I'm still single because I have not found. But isn't being alone the best? No, I love it. And that's the other thing. I'm so happy on my own. Yes. That, yeah, I better take someone fucking amazing for me to want to be in a relationship. 100%. Yes. Like being alone is just like so underrated. I agree. Like when people are complaining about being single, I'm like, you guys don't realize what you're even complaining about right now. I know. It's like, true. It's true. It's so the freedom fun. that you have. Yeah. I mean, I've got my kids, so my freedom is not quite what it was when I was single, like pre-marriage. But, but still. there is still a freedom there. And yes. that is very nice. I have to say, I have to say. How long have you guys been together? We started dating six years ago. Okay. And we've been mar married, I guess, th three years. We got married during COVID. Oh, you did? Well, we like had signed papers. Oh, okay. They did the like signing papers okay, like thing. You made it legal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then we had our had wedding last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where was the wedding? 
Italy. Amazing. Rome. I think I actually remember seeing, you sold your pictures, yeah? I didn't sell my pictures. Or, or maybe you posted some. I posted Why the didn't you shit sell out them? of them. Why didn't you make money because, on them? Because you know what? <laughs> People ask me this sometimes. What the fuck? And no, no, you could have made a lot of money. We had a discussion <laughs> about it. And I'm like, you know, I think it's more important to like sometimes to have that just like one way street communication with your followers and like with your like I hate to say like the community my community no but yeah I get it but truly instead of it just always being a business transaction like too many business transactions just dilute the authenticity of just like what I'm about. I love you. And that's why people love you because people can tell. I actually wasn't going to sell my wedding photos either. And then paparazzi got us. So I was like, well, it might as well fucking sell them now. So see, like paparazzi did end up getting us. Okay. And I and I was so, I cried. I was so upset. Yeah, that's how I was. And then I was like, should I have, it, it was a it was a whole thing. But no, I just released them myself. Okay, I love that. And people can tell. I really do think people can tell. All right, you guys, I am excited to talk to you about HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. When it comes to options, honestly, more is more. That's why HelloFresh's menu includes 40 recipes and over 100 add-on items to choose from every week. A busy fall schedule doesn't always leave you with time to spare. And with HelloFresh, you don't need to spend all evening in the kitchen to whip up a wholesome meal. With their quick and easy recipes and 15-minute meals, you can get a tasty dinner on the table in less time than it takes to get takeout or delivery. A busy fall schedule is exactly what I have. I am balancing three kids' schedules plus my own um, and just being back in school, running around, getting homework done. Our weeknights are just chaotic in the best way possible. So because we're in the car a lot of the time, I don't always have time to meal plan and go to the grocery store. So HelloFresh has really been coming in key for me this fall. It's so convenient. Just coming home and having that box on your door, having everything pre-portioned out for you, ready to go. It makes throwing dinner together so easy and enjoyable and just takes the stress out of meal planning. So you guys, you're definitely going to want to check it out. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50 Let's Be Honest and use code 50 Let's Be Honest for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash 50, let's be honest, and use code 50, let's be honest for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Trust me, you guys, you're definitely going to want to check out America's number one meal kit. All right, guys, let's take a second to talk about seed. Nurturing our gut microbiome is important to support a resilient immune system. In the fall and winter months, immunity is on the top of everyone's mind. But what often gets missed in the oversaturation of anti-cold and anti-flu messaging is the role that your gut microbiome plays in systemic health. Did you know that the gut and the immune system work together to carefully coordinate our body's response to the world around and within us? Your body operates on a 24-hour cycle known as your circadian rhythm, which plays a key role in maintaining homeostasis of the microbiome. Emerging data also show that the gut microbiome has its own circadian clock. Changes to your normal rhythms induce what is known as circadian misalignment, which may disrupt your microbes and the important functions they perform. That's why I was so excited to try Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic because 
They're a plant-based prebiotic and probiotic with 24 strains that have been clinically or scientifically studied for its benefits. 53.6 billion AFU. I always take two capsules once a day on an empty stomach. Usually it's first thing in the morning. Seed delivers the DSO1 daily symbiotic to you monthly in sustainable packaging with a reusable glass jar that protects the probiotics inside and helps minimize plastic use and waste. Well, I don't know about you, but I just learned a lot. Join me in my gut health journey with Seed. Visit seed.com slash honest and use code honest to redeem 30% off your first month of Seed's DSO1 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash honest and use code honest. You guys, let's take a second to talk about one of my favorite supplements, which is magnesium, particularly this mellow magnesium by Ned. I've been taking magnesium for years now. And you guys, I really think that everyone should be taking magnesium. I have improved my sleep. It's really good for stress. It's really good for inflammation. It's good for pain. Um, I really can't say enough good stuff about magnesium. And did you guys know that 75% of American adults are deficient in magnesium, a mineral that's essential to hundreds of functions in the body? It is a powerful daily super blend that contains three forms of chelated magnesium, GABA, L-theanine, amino acids, and over 70 trace minerals. Like I said, it can improve sleep, reduce stress, increase energy, elevate mood, boost gut microbiome, and strengthen immunity. Why not try it? (laughs) Ned's natural alternatives are not here to fix you. They're here to help bring you closer to living the way nature intended. And you guys just also want to say the unflavored version is so mild that you can sneak this in smoothies or tea or whatever to get it in your kids as well. Full transparency, Ned shares all of its third-party lab reports, all right there for viewing on its site. Ned's products have over 5,000 five-star reviews. Become the best version of yourself and get 15% off Ned's products with code HONEST. Go to helloned.com slash honest or enter code honest at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash honest to get 15% off. Okay. So I kind of want to go back to what I talked about earlier, but how, you know, you went from this girl on Vanderpump to this woman, this peaceful, happy woman that you are now. And so I want to talk about your self-discovery journey and what that looked like. Was there a breaking point or are we looking at this person now just purely off of maturity, finding the one, becoming a mom? Like, what is that path for you? I think that it was just like a culmination of things over the last three years. Being a mom 100%, like it fully changes you. Like you can say you know, I don't want motherhood to change me. I want to be myself. I want to stay true to who I am. And like, of course, like I I hope that I have a strong like sense of self and identity outside of motherhood. But like I welcomed like every change like yep. because when you have a kid, it's like what is important changes, your priorities change. Yep. And when your priorities change, just like that trickles down into everything in your life. Like your hobbies, the things you enjoy doing, like your lifestyle, like the time you go to bed at night from the time you wake up, like it's just everything changes. And like when little tangible things in your life like that change, like it also changes just who you are. Oh, completely. You know, I I feel like motherhood was like the biggest 
thing and like being out of of like the reality world like truly like has made a difference again it's like talking about your like emotional intelligence like I didn't realize how stunted I was right like truly so true until like I've spent the last three years out of that world like with myself not being the only thing that matters right you know exactly Okay, you've also dealt with your fair share of negative press, which, hi, me too. We all have. It's just part of it. But I'm always so curious to hear from other people who have gone through it how you deal with that shitstorm when it's going on. I surprisingly deal with it very well. Okay. Well, then a lot of a lot of people (laughs) would check like check in on me when I'm going through something like that. And they're like, Are you okay? I don't know how you're handling this. Like, I don't know how like you're surviving, blah, 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 blah. And I feel like my superpower is just like really being able to like sit back and just like, I never thought I would be this person to like <laughs> talk about fucking gratitude. Like literally when oh, I hear God. this, I, when I, I hear this. this, I roll my eyes, but like I like take a breath and I yeah. sit back and I'm like, but what am I really thankful for? I'm like, I'm so thankful that I'm pregnant. I'm so thankful that like I have this house. I'm so thankful that like I get to like, wake up and if I wanted to like watch Outlander I don't know do you know what I mean like (laughs) just I focus on the things that really make me happy and the things that I'm like thankful that I do have that I'm like and remind myself that this is temporary right everything is temporary so like while it feels like it's the end of the world it's not going to feel like that forever it's true so like focus on what you're like happy about right now even as insignificant as like when I wasn't pregnant or whatever. Like, I'm so glad I can have this Aperol spritz. Like, this <laughs> brings me so much joy. I feel like I'm celebrating something, right. even though I'm fucking... <laughs> yeah, I the, the world's falling apart. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? That's such good advice, though, because I also, in the last few years, have really focused on gratitude, and it totally just changes your perspective, which is everything. Your reality is your perspective. Like, no, Kristen, <laughs> if you would have told both of us... Yeah, I know. When we were in our we early 20s, I was like, yeah. you're going to be... <laughs> Talking about <laughs> gratitude on a podcast, I would have literally backhanded you. It's the fucking truth. Do you have the five minute journal? That thing is awesome. Oh, wait, I have one. I'm not. I'm not very committed. I go I, like, phases. I go. Yeah, I go yeah. like months of doing it, yeah. and then yeah. But yeah, I'm all about gratitude. I try every morning when I wake up before I actually get up or look at my phone or do whatever. I try to sit there and be mindful of what I'm thankful of, and it just sets the tone for the it day. It really does. It's it like does. making your bed. You know, it is like making your bed. It's just part of the morning routine. <laughs> Okay, so coming off of bad press. So I want to play a little game with you. I fucking hate headlines. Like, I, I'm sure you do, no, too. No, like, literally, Kristen, when you asked me to do this podcast, I'm oh. like, do I feel like having a bunch of headlines out there? I'm like, I would really like to do this podcast. I love Kristen. But like, That's how I think do too. I feel like I having a bunch of page six daily, but whatever the God, fuck, say, take what I say truth? out of context. And then everyone, no one bothers reading it. Nope. No one bothers listening. And then nope. they all go and comment. Yep. And then that actually turns into a full blown story. And then that becomes part of your fucking identity. Stassi. <laughs> Yes, it drives me insane. I hate a fucking headline. Like the amount of people who think that I think that Ozempic is a vitamin. Oh my God. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm so fucking glad this is the one that I chose. So what I'm going to do with a lot of my guests, I'm going to read a headline and I want you to clear it up. Say what the fuck was really going on. Okay. Yes. Because I hate them. Okay, so the headline is, Stassi Schroeder really wants to try Ozempic after giving birth to second child. You're a liar if you tell me that you have not thought about it. 
Okay, well, like, by the way, I love the honesty. But like, you're quoted too. No, yeah, like technically, like that is what I said, but it was all in jest. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sitting here talking about Ozempic, the Ozempic yep. craze. It's fascinating. I want to learn more. Yeah. If you tell me truly, though, like if you tell me that you hadn't like thought about it, you were a liar. Which, by the way, I love because again, you're. You're being, you're saying what we're all thinking. Yeah, everyone's yes. at home Googling it. And then at the same time, they're like, I can't believe Stassi said that. 100%. But you're Googling it right now. I know you are. You're joking. <laughs> you're joking. Sarcasm yes. does not translate, which it I learned not. at a young age. It definitely does not. But you and I are both very sarcastic. So, yeah. so we're just fucked. We're yeah. fucked. So <laughs> on that note. <laughs> I might as well just go on Ozempic now. Fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. I'm also going to get Botox because everyone fucking thinks I have anyway. So here I fucking go. I'm just kidding, you guys. I love you so much. I appreciate you being here. I love seeing you crush life. Thank you. Good luck with your second baby because this is when shit gets real. This has been so fun. Oh, wait, wait, don't tell me that. No, two's definitely a, a harder jump. That's whatever. Wait, no, like seriously. So my TikTok journey isn't about dating advice. It's literally so much of it now is about how zero to one was fine. One to two, your fucking lives are over. Buckle up, baby. And I'm yeah. so scared. Two is, two is hard. My second also, he had really bad allergies. He had really bad eczema. So I think he was just so uncomfortable the whole time. So he oh, was, it was baby. tough. I know I look back now. I'm like, breaks my heart. That's so sad. So sad. But hopefully yours will be better. What is your, what is the age difference between? They're all about a year and a half apart. Oh. Yeah, no, we were like, boom, boom, boom. How old is your daughter? She's two and a half. She, and do you know what you're having? A boy. Oh, amazing. Are yeah. you so excited? Ridiculously excited because like I just really want to be the favorite. You I know, like you. Hartford Boys is a daddy's girl. Love and their mom. That's what I hear. And I'm just, oh. I'm craving that. You know, I just would like life to be about me for a little while. 100%. <laughs> I don't blame you. And by the way, that's going to be a headline. <laughs> it so totally is. But go ahead, run it. But what I was going to say is when the boys are little, they're obsessed with the mom. Like they want to cuddle all the time. My boys, my oldest is about to turn 11 and then nine how they are with me now is even cuter. They can text me now and they like send me love letters. And I'm like, who needs a boyfriend when you oh, have two boys? I'm like, my guys, look how they talk to me. I'm like, oh my God. So I just need wait. This. Like it's going to be the best thing. My self-esteem needs it. hundred. Fill up my love like, cup. I don't need it. I literally don't need a guy. I have Jackson and Camden. I've got two men. Yeah. <laughs> They're more mature than the most men I've dated. Anyways. <laughs> All right. Tell everyone where they can find you. At Stassi Schroeder, pretty much everywhere. You can listen to my <laughs> podcast, Straight Up with Stassi. And yes, I have a podcast with my husband called The Good, The Bad, The Baby on Patreon. Oh. Patreon.com slash Stassi. <laughs> I think that's it right that now. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I well, hate pimping myself out. I'm so bad at it. I feel like such a douche. I do too. A I know. Douche. Sorry, and I'm like, does anyone at the end of the podcast actually oh, write wait, that down? I'm like, right, you yeah. know what? At Stassi Schroeder. How do you like? Does anyone like, you know, I think I'm going to look that up. No. You know what? Just erase everything I just said. I guarantee people actually do. But it's so easy to find people now that it's like, you don't, I know. But anyways, it's good to just, I think the podcast names are important. Great. So, great. All right. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Kristen. 